All right, cool. So welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Africans Talk Football TV. We've got a full house tonight, full house tonight. Everybody's popped up for, you know, it's the holiday season. Everyone's back home. How's everybody feeling? Great. All right. Splendid. Yeah, man, this uh, this 2023 year is coming to an end. It's crazy that it's already December 18th. I feel like, yeah, Christmas is in a week and then New Year's in two weeks already. Um, it's crazy. I was, I don't know if it was Saturday or Sunday, but I was watching games this weekend. And one of the commentators was saying that there's 29 prem or 20, I think it was like 29 prem matches in 13 days. Oh, yeah. Crazy. That's crazy. 29 matches in the next two weeks. So, I mean, especially when you add the FA Cup matches that we have this upcoming week as well, there's just like a whole bunch that's going to be going on throughout the end of the year. So, again, we just want to thank everyone who's been with us from the beginning, all of our friends, everyone who taps in with us on our live stream like we do now on YouTube. And even if it's just commenting on, you know, our IG or our, our TikTok posts, we really do appreciate it. It's, it's been a cool year. Like I said, a few weeks ago, we just hit a thousand followers on Instagram. So again, thank you. Thank you very, very much. Shout out, we, do have some, um, we, we have some stuff coming down the pipeline. So definitely don't worry. 2024 will be a big year for us and, and for our friends and fans as well. We, we got some, uh, some interactive stuff coming down the way, but as we like to do, we got to start. We we like to kick it off with with Europe. Um, the last of the group stage matches. This is actually the last year we're actually going to be doing group stage this way, as we're changing to the next format in the in the following football year. But some of the teams were able to make it on to the round of sixteen. Some of the mandem here are no longer in Europe. And we, we have a few of those also in Europa this year. But overall, you know, we got to start with those who don't get the dub. Um, United crashed and burned this year. It was a tough European campaign. Not a lot of wins. It's the only time they see draws in the season up until this year. Um, Salam, I, I know you were a pretty pretty gung-ho last year that United wasn't going to make it through. I'm pretty sure you were you were Team Bayern last week, but I see you here in your United jersey today, so I let, you know, I let you take the floor. Yeah, I mean, I, the, the Bayern game, like I said, was always going to be Shameless. tough. Uh, I said that last week. Um, I think I'm, I'm just getting a lot of heat from it from because of a snap that I had sent to you guys uh, in private. <laughs> um hey you know that game was tough but i said it last week the reason why we are where we are in champions league was because of andre onana he's been terrible uh he's the big reason why we're out um and unfortunately we have to hold that we weren't we were in a group with uh copenhagen a weak copenhagen and to be very honest with you a weak galatasaray team and obviously Bayern was going to make it through, but for us to not, you know, advance from that group is obviously disappointing. But yeah, I, I don't think that we're a team to compete in Champions League right now. So it is what it is. But the reason why I have this United top on is because of what happened on Sunday. But we'll get to that. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I mean, your, your team's going through a lot, obviously. I think you're kind of downplaying it, basically. <laughs> because you guys didn't make it through. But when you look at your group, you guys had a very, very strong chance. I mean, Copenhagen, 
not gonna lie to you, I know they're in Denmark, but I know nothing about the team. Mm-hmm. Um, Galatasaray, like you said, a very, very weak Galatasaray. We saw some remnants of some good players that you know used to be in the Prem, but wh- what do you think the biggest issue was? Because I know Onana was, I, I know Onana was one of the reasons that you, you, you're hanging this on. But do you think it was just that? Do you think it was goalkeeping, or you think absolutely, you absolutely? Um, because the Bayern, the first game, if you look at it, we lost three two. Um, he he was very crucial on all on all three goals. Um, specifically, I believe the second one where he just kind of spilled it in. I would have taken a point there, 100%. Um, but Shambolic against Galatasaray, Shambolic against Copenhagen the second time. I know the first time he got the uh, the penalty save. But, yeah, I mean, it, obviously, it, you know, it's not easy to put it on one person, but he, he was terrible. He he, he, he he let in some goals that he should have he should have saved, some goals that De Gea would have definitely saved. And I mean, and, and, and I feel like, yeah, it's because of him. There's really no, nowhere else to say it. So last week, you wanted you guys, you know, you were sure you guys were going out. Yeah. Do you expect to make Europe next season? This season is top five, top four, right? Still? Yeah. Yeah. It's not top mm-hmm. five. Okay. Well, it's well, top well, four and then depending Arsenal on everybody and else. City saves us, save us. Um, I think we will make top four. I think we will we will make top four. Um, definitely over Aston Villa. Um, but yeah, I think um, to be very, I, I'm not. I mean, I just don't think that like we've seen United at their best. I know a lot of teams have been uh, hit with injuries, but we got a lot of guys out, and I think that um, hey. Baron coming, Baron coming back into the team obviously showed that like. You know, nonsense. we do we do got some guys that can come back and make an impact. So, I think um, the more guys we get back, Casemiro, Lissandro, um, I think that it'll be better. Do you think? I mean, before we move on to Arsenal, do you think we see United's best at all this this season? I think toward, nope. towards towards the tail end of the season, I think you'll see it. I don't think we've seen United at their best. I think for a lot of other teams, we can say that we've seen them at least close to their best or at least close to whatever hundred percent looks like, but not United. I've seen Liverpool at their best. I've seen Arsenal at their best. Cap. Chelsea. Um, Cap. I, I, don't Cap. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even I, know. I feel like I have. Too. You guys yeah, beat Man City. I feel like you guys, I mean, I, I, I don't like. That yeah. city game. I personally game. feel like. The City game was a big game for Arsenal. I feel like that was one of the best performances that they put on. Not the best, but one of the best. And I feel like that's all, that was close to them to them being their best. Okay. Liverpool, we've seen it. Chelsea, I don't know what Chelsea is right now. <laughs> so, like, I mean, it's really hard to say that. City, for the most part, I feel like, well, I mean, KDB's been out for a while. But if I'm going based off of last year, I know what they look like at their best, and they're they're very good at their best. So, um, yeah. But this season, what what can you say? We got guys like Johnny Evans playing, you know. So I mean, and Regulon. So like, I mean, yeah, man. In due time. All right. I feel that. Moving on to Arsenal. Arsenal 
Oh, you got something to say, so? Yeah, I just want to ask. So, of the people injured, so there's remaining injured. They got Casemiro, Luke Shaw, uh, Lissandro, um, Tyrell. This is from the website, so I don't know if this is how accurate this is, but Tyrell, yeah. Malakia, uh, Mod, and Kobe Mano. I didn't even know he got injured. No, um, no. Mano's, Mano's he healthy. Played. Played he played. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, so, okay, well, United needs to update their website. Um, <laughs> with that being the case, even that on all fronts, yo, go, what the heck? I was like, I'm going website, I'm like, what's who's out? I don't know, but okay, from the people that, that you know for sure are out, um, who is the one that you feel like is 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 missing? I know Baran is back now, but who do you think where is missing? I think Lissandro and Casemiro. I think okay. those, 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 those three, those three were so huge for us last year, in spite of what a lot of people may believe. Uh, those three were, I believe, our best players last year, and I, and yeah. obviously, at large parts, Marcus Rashford. But yeah, I mean, it, it's very hard when your two starting center backs are out. Plus, I mean, to me, still one of the best holding midfielders out there. Um, is he the best? Probably not, but I think he's still, <laughs> I think he could still do definitely do a job. So, I think those two, uh, being absent definitely makes a difference. So, yeah, um, yeah, 100%. Okay. And I mean, it definitely helps that like it's encouraging that you know Mainu had the performance that he did because maybe we can lean on him going forward too. But yeah, I feel it. that Arsenal on top of Group B, they um they have a pretty tough matchup. I, I wouldn't say tough, but it's tricky. Porto coming up. Uh, Gabriel, first time in Champions League after what five plus years, I believe four plus years and you guys were able to top the group you have a favorable but tricky matchup coming into the round of 16 how do you feel about the campaign so far love it um love the matchup love uh love our campaign so far um i, I expect us to to wholeheartedly get through um i think we see them at the emirates first i believe um i could be wrong about that i just want to go ahead and check but um but yeah, no, I could be wrong. Oh no, we see them at Porto first, which honestly I don't mind. Um, and it's not in the middle of like some crazy games. Um, so you know, I, I really yeah, I, I really don't mind it, honestly. Um, we see West Ham the weekend before that, but or a couple of days before that. But yeah, no, uh I I would like to go see them in Porto first. Um they have the advantage. They have to beat us at home because if I feel like if Porto don't win there or get a result there, then I think we will beat them at home. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm happy with the with the with the draw. I I didn't want to. I I think I said this in the in the group. I didn't want to see Madrid and I didn't want to see who else was it. I think it was like Bayern. Bayern. I think it was the only, yeah the only two teams I really didn't want to see coming out the round of sixteen. We avoided that. I was cool with anyone else. I would have been good with PSG. I would have been good with Dortmund. I would have been good with Inter. I would have been good with anyone else. Um, but we got Porto. <laughs> Best of luck to them. I, I think we'll get through. <laughs> I, I think we'll get through. So I feel good. I feel like we asked you this at the beginning of the year, and you were like, I mean, it depends on how everything shakes up, but what would be a successful campaign this year? Now that you've gotten your draw on the round of 16, you like you're obviously over the group stage. You know who your draw is for 16. What would you say? I, and I know it's been a minute, so you may be hesitant, but what would you say is successful this year? 
Because no, I, um, I, I, I mean, said this. It, I said it this. Looks like you're eyeing the quarterfinals already. No, I I said this um, early in, early in the year. I said semis for me. Semis for me, success in Champions League. If we make it to the semis, I'll count successful. Um, and of course, like it, it's all dependent on how it shakes out. Um, you know, if we would have got like Madrid round of sixteen, it would have been tough. But like the way it's shaking out right now, um, I think we have a very favorable matchup with Porto. I don't know who we'll see. I mean, I, we have to get through Porto, but um, you know, praying that we get through Porto in the in the quarterfinals. You know, I, I think we'll have a, I think we'll have a good chance. I think we have a very good chance, depending on how healthy we are as well. But I think we have a good chance, especially with you know the first draw. Um, and I'll just be looking forward to what towards February when we see him. February thirteenth is the first match at Porto. So, yeah, uh, it's for me though. Semis. If we make it to the semis, successful. Anything after the semis is, I mean, that's just whatever at that point. But first year back, a lot of these guys, first time in the Champions League, um, you know, yeah, I think I think the semis for me would be good. I think we're one of the strongest teams in the in the um, in the whole Champions League, and I think we can go out and show that. So I'm just looking forward to it. Okay, I mean I, that that's fair. That's definitely fair. You definitely said semis at the beginning of the year. Just want to see if the narrative had changed. Um, no, but I, I respect it. I respect it. City looking to go back to back this year. Mm-hmm. Um, already drawing a very Mickey team with with Copenhagen. We we yeah. saw what they did to one Manchester team, so hopefully they can continue it. But uh, Solo, what about you? Uh, do you think that this Manchester City team can go back to back? I saw that KDB has started to go back in training. Yeah, so he's warming up to come back the second half of this season. How oh, you yeah. feel so far about about Europe? Yeah, I mean, I honestly feel like, you know, in my opinion, I feel like the Champions League is we won. Okay, we won the Premier League three times in a row. The the fourth time that we're now that we're going for it. If we get it or not, if we get it, that's we're doing something that's never been done before. If we don't get it, that's that's fine. It's just an it's just a year that we don't we didn't win, and someone else can win, and that's fine. But I do feel like the Champions okay. League is honestly more important. For me, the and I think for most city fans, actually I don't want to speak for the fans, but that's when things get get too crazy. But I think it's important to get a, a, a to focus in on the Champions League because one, I think a lot of a lot of traditional teams are weaker than people realize. Like, I mean, PSG is struggling in their league. Um, Dortmund is doing fine, but really both Dortmund and Bayern. Dortmund has a chance to mess with Bayern's year this uh, season this year, and I don't think they ever really try to win the Champions League. And then on top of that, you have uh, Bayern themselves, who also have a weird situation going on across their across the league. And then you also have Real Madrid, who have so many injuries, like and with key people. So I do think, like in terms of the heavyweights, uh, they're weaker off than they've than they were even last year. And so with us, you know, if we once we get past this Club World Cup um, and we can start looking forward at the rest of the just the Premier League and the Champions League and, and the FA Cup. Well, not FA Cup. Um, I, yeah, I don't know if we're in FA Cup anymore. I forgot. But um, we can just focus in on those trophies. I really do believe that. Uh, uh, what is it called? A, another another Champions League is, is going to be will make up for any losses that we have in the league for sure. Like just because, like, yo, back to back champ, 
that's it. And and when I think about it too, I'm like, we got who is it? We got uh Copenhagen, and after that, I mean, that's when things will get more difficult. We might get Arsenal, we might get uh well, no, you can't get Arsenal before the final, right? Like you can't get like the same team, two teams in the same league can't be together. Like I, I thought it was I thought it was the you're on mute, Mike. I think they'll put you guys on the opposite side of the bracket. That's what I thought. Okay, so yeah. it won't be until like okay, so we won't get Arsenal if, until maybe the semis essentially, but um, mm-hmm. or, or or deeper into the into the, the competition. But generally speaking, when I look at our side of the bracket, everybody there we can beat. I feel confident in that. Um, and so with that being the case, I mean, yeah, the Champions League is looking like uh, another opportunity. It lo- it's looking honestly at this very point in time, the Champions League feels more achievable than the Premier League does at this point in time. Um, and that's purely based on our form Our clearly like we have a lot of uh, what is it called? Form issues. People are tired. People like I think the treble year really burnt out a lot of players. And so now we're in the situation where. We got rid of Gundo. We got rid of Mares. We finally are starting to get Nunez back in. We're getting KDB back in today. Like literally not, still not in, but by next month. And we'll probably, we'll have a more consistent midfield um, for a little while. And I think that's really what's going to help lock us again. Um, and so with that being the case, yeah, I, I actually feel very confident in the Champions League, more so than I do in the Premier League right now, honestly. Hmm. I don't know how you got this draw, man. Because we topped our group and no one's... We topped our group too, bro. I'm not trying to hear that. I mean, to be fair, like, what is it going to be? When we, when City were out of the Champions League for... We're never in the Champions League. Let me stop saying that. When we first got into the Champions League, the first three years, we had Bayern in our group. And then we all, we had some of the worst, the most difficult draws. It wasn't until... talking about the group... We're yeah. talking about the knockout. Yeah, this mean, is foul work, bro. This is a couple years running that y'all have just seen no ones. I mean, my thing is though, when you look back to all those knockouts before, we had we we ran into in the knockouts uh that Monaco team that was amazing. That 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 was a diff- that wasn't that long ago. We got snuck by Spurs. Leon snuck us. Um we yeah, we've good. constantly got hit by like uh, what are these? What is it called? These teams that no one really expects, or are, are like having low key good years in their leagues. So, I don't know. I, I feel like yes, we've had the easier draws than most of the big teams in the past few years, but it also kind of is counteracted for as a fan that's been watching for since the past ten or so years. The first couple of years of watching us in the Champions League, I'm like, damn, we we can't get a good, we couldn't get a good draw in the round of sixteen, the knockouts, because we did, we were struggling in the group to get past people like Byron and uh, what's it called? I think there was one year it was Byron and, um, <clears throat> and it was one of the Milans that were, that were in like a little resurgence and we were having to, to work through that to get to the next round. So, so now, you, now you just sweep through everybody in the yeah. group stage and then you just get a cake matchup in the. Depending on these brackets. I mean, I like our, I like my side of the bracket, honestly. So, I mean, you can run into a Madrid next in the quarters. And speaking of hold on, Madrid, what about Madrid Leipzig? Uh, yeah, that's an interesting yeah. one for me. Oof. Leipzig, really? yeah, yeah, because like Madrid are injured, bro. They're struggling. They might, they might get stuck. They're, they're hurt. They're very, very hurt. But it's not till February though, so they got. And time. they're gonna have guys yeah, come back. Got they got, a, they got like yeah. six weeks, seven weeks. 
to get guys Andrew back. can't play, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. No, if they put if they put him on the actually, I don't know because he's not. He's, on, not, the he's not on the list. He can. Uh, I think he can play in La Liga. January, maybe after he January. Can't play. I don't know. He, he can't. Well, you have to submit your Champions League squad. Your roster, by I don't. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know when that. I'm saying. Yeah. I think he fulfilled his, like, his club duties. Like, because the Brazil, mm-hmm. the Brazil league just it's wrapped over. up. So like, yeah, it's over. He he went over there. I saw a video of him like, uh, him like meeting all the Madrid players. So I'm like, he's there now. So yeah, he no, could potentially sure. be playing. He could be potentially be playing. I mean, they, they submit those lists again in January. So who knows? Oh, so he, they could. Well, yeah, I mean, they just lost David Alaba to an ACL, so I'm sure that there's there has to be yeah, some sort space, of like, space. Yeah, yeah uh, you can. Well, I think you can like alter the list after. Yeah, like they after the January. They had him, Yo, Endrick, I'm just saying now, man. Endrick, Vinicius, um, Mbappe next year. It's, <laughs> it's about to be a very yeah. You're gonna see what youth. What youth looks like, Madrid will show you. With Jude, Kamavinga, and Chua Many behind them, Valverde. Yeah, we got nothing but legs. Bro, yeah, I need, need Chua Many to come to Arsenal, man. I just need him to make. I'm just move. looking. I was looking at the bracket too, just to get like a little re- refresh. And on our side of the bracket, we got Madrid, Munich, uh, Bayern, and. BVB as potential matchups, I think. Yeah. Who would you be most? Who would you not want to see out of those three? Um, Actually, Madrid, bro. Yeah, Madrid. Madrid. Bro, I'm cool. <laughs> I, I never want to see them unless it's I, the me. Per, you're asking me, right? Yeah. I, 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 I'm honestly not worried about Madrid. I, I, I have, I have, as for some oh. reason, we, we have consistently. If you look at our record against Madrid, specifically Madrid, even when we had Pellegrini, bro, we had. Fernando and Fernandinho doing playing our in our midfield, and we lost to Real Madrid peak Real Madrid because of a 1-0 own goal by Fernando. Like we were still pressed for some reason. Madrid has has been shaking. He never played again. Yeah, and yeah, and it was like, what is it called? Our record against them right now is is tie. It's four. We won four, drawn three, and three. So we're good. We're Madrid. I think we have something figured out. I'm scared of BVB. Personally, we've no. we barely got past them. Right? I'll say this: the reason why I say that is because, well, no, Be- Bellingham isn't there no more. So never mind. Bayern, I'm scared. Wow. <laughs> Bayern is who scares me because Bellingham is what scared me at BBB. Bro, did, you see, did you see the year that when Bellingham was there? We, I'll say this right now: that was we were lucky to get past that team, that young team when it had Bellingham and you, you know who uh, took him out. Hmm. Chelsea took him out. I, <laughs> bro, when I tell you, like, <laughs> I was not because they, they're a specific type of team that is so set up against how we play. They're young, they're fast, they're counterattack focused, they're extremely like aggressive with their press. But when we play against older teams, like, well, when not no more, but when, when Madrid, that they'll respect you a bit, they'll give you the space sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or when we play against uh, a, a big team like. Barcelona or anything like, well not Barcelona but um Atletico they'll again give you the space to get into their possession but but what is it called BBB doesn't give you space and if you see how we even lost this last week's game or any of the past games we've lost or we've drawn drawn recently it's because people aren't giving us that space to breathe like the way that and we have a bunch of new people that need that space uh, 
But y'all, mm. we're getting snuffed out on the midfield right now. That's hmm. later. To be honest, Dorman, they're only good at home. Like, I don't think they're good on the road. The only we good at home. Yeah. That's fair. But Byron, I would say Byron is ultimately we haven't played him in a while, but Byron is is probably who I'm most scared of. Sorry, I just wanna clarify. PSG no, snuck fair. their way in, got real sociedad. I think that they, they that, should. that might be the upset for for yeah. Your dad is decent. So uh before we move on to the league, shout out to the you know the Premier League and the Europa. We have three teams, West Ham, Brighton, and Liverpool, all at top of their groups, all advancing. Mar, do you think Liverpool wins uh, Europa this year? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Who do we, <laughs> who do we talk about here? I'm not uh, going to lie. The only team I could probably see giving you all some issues would be Leverkusen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we're going to smack – Leverkusen. Uh, <laughs> That's crazy. Xabi <laughs> uh, no, Alonso. Oh, you're 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 old man, Dem. Yeah. Yeah. Up next, Klopp 2.0. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. see. You okay. like it? You want it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I I think within reason. I mean, we 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 want to, you know, obviously Premier League title race is is the priority, and uh, along the way, we're gonna field who we can on those Wednesday nights, or sorry, those Thursday nights. Thursday nights, yeah. <laughs> yeah you got, you, you, play, you, you play Thursday, Sunday for the rest of the year. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, early respect again, bro. Yeah, early kickoffs, eleven thirty. Yeah, get used to it. But why? Why the why? Why, why us? Did you, did you see the numbers? You guys have all seen the numbers. It's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I and saw. Why? Yeah, for sure. Klopp, Klopp, Klopp has actually been in the in, in the news recently for uh, I don't know if you guys saw he's had kind of this back and forth with this uh, reporter. Yeah. I guess this because you know Klopp was talking about how like you know the congested fixtures and it's just kind of like if you're gonna have us play, which I feel him like if you're gonna have us play on a on a on a Thursday, Thursday how do you have us? How are we the first game on Sunday morning? Like no, I feel know, that though. Like we can't be the That's first fair. game. We can't even be the second game. We gotta we have to be like the late give game. us three thirty or give us a Monday game. Well, I mean, I guess that's the that's why you work hard not to be in Europa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like that's that regardless of whether we play Wednesday or Thursday, it's re- it's really strange that like we y'all have had a lot of early Saturday. Yeah, games, y'all have like so many early games. Seven thirty Saturday. What is it? We had like eighteen, and like the next highest was like eight, and then the next yeah. highest was four, right. and yeah. everybody so else was like three and two. The, the the reporter essentially asked him, like he, he kind of snuck in this like sly comment talking about like, oh, like you're playing, you know, at this time it's your favorite time, and like you know, just kind of poking fun at his uh, suggestions, oh. I guess, and how the times were unfair, but. Did you see him? He just kind of stood there at the halfway line and was just looking at the. Uh, no, Klopp pressed him. It was ugly. Yeah. It was he was just staring at him like while they were doing the pre match, the pre match, the pre game like kind of analysis. And he, you just see him just you know this big dude six foot you know say six five, just towering over just staring and he's just like oh my god, I feel him though. There's been a lot of injuries this season because of that reason because mm-hmm. of there's so many games so. 
7.30. Like, even, who was it? Was it Chelsea? It was Chelsea Liverpool's at 7.30. It was like, why do you have a marquee matchup at 7.30 in the morning? For yeah. what? Well, for what? There's no reason that that game should be at 7.30. That should be the, the late match, or at, at bare minimum, the 10 o'clock match. You know what I mean? So... That's mm-hmm. sad. Like we, this is a whole other topic, but like we could probably make an eleven of like all the people that are out for the year. On um, like, we can make two teams throughout. Yeah, I mean, there's some stars. We can make a whole league. We can make a whole twenty-five yeah. man roster, bro. Yeah. <laughs> a couple teams, bro. Yeah, but that's crazy. This is this is a, this is a reaction to not having the Super League because this is what the people wanted. This is what. The people who wanted to get into the Super League wanted. It's just that's why they were willing to pump in so much money per team so that every team could have, you know, 22, like, you know, world class people so that it wasn't an issue. But here we are. Hot take. Well, I mean, who is it? It's an, is it an issue for you guys as much as it is for us? Because like our system, no, works. it's for everybody. It's, I'm not saying this, I'm not saying that it's, it's oh, back to the five year plan. What, what no, system we, are we talking about? We, we know we know our system works. If we just have the capital, you know we would do well. We we're we're, we're making endo you're, work here. You no, know your I mean? your your system is your lack of capital. That's your system. <laughs> that's your system. You're making it seem as if you're making it seem as if like that's not a part of the strategy. Bro, no. stop it. These these men them spend money though. Let's be real. They do spend money. No, they, no, no. You know what? And you know as, what? As much as a, a a European giant should right now, right? Like that's the point. Like, Absolutely. yeah, we do spend, every team, every team Newcastle spends a hundred million every other summer. Um Aston Villa spends a hundred million every, like all these teams also okay. spend like it's not Omar. My thing is you fair. got you showed your hand this summer. Where did that extra one hundred and thirty million come from? I say no. Where, where did it come from? You ended up with Endo. You ended up with Endo, but you showed your hand. So clearly, you, you got it. You you, you had money, it. bro. You have the money. You don't tell me. You said I wanted. I wanted him. I wanted mm-hmm. him. You didn't get him. So you said, "Oh, we don't have the money." Club <laughs> said, "You know, sometimes they ask for astronomical prices, so we decided to go with Endo, who was who was a fifth of a fourth of the, not even half the price." Who do we go get? You know, you know who our targets are, though. We want, we want. You got uh, Gravenberch. Yeah, we got Gravenberch. I, I give you Casado if you want. Not a six. Not a six. <laughs> I give no, you. No, my point, right my point, my point, my point was that was. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I pay 70 and he's yours, bro. You love Kaiseido. Are you 70 me? and he's yours. I do agree with you, though, Mar. I think that if y'all had Kaiseido, you'd win the league. Yeah. <laughs> we're winning the we're, we're We're on track. I mean, we're, we're, we're fighting. I don't know. I don't, I don't like how we're looking right now. Like, to be, to be fair, it's, it's really ugly. Um, even the last few games, they've been, they've been dramatic and, and great, but like, I don't, I haven't seen a striker score since like, fall like it's it's and this is is what i think is the is is what would determine whether or not liverpool wins this year is if they get their strikers going i'll be honestly because there's only so much that you can depend on like a yota uh game winner at the 95th minute off the bench or a harvey Mm -hmm. elliott 75 minute coming out of off the bench doing something crazy or a Trent goal from long distance running in and, and catching. There's only so many times you could depend on that before it's like, yo, where are the strikers at? 
Like, what's Nunez doing? What's, uh, you know, got, and they're not bad. They're just, I'm just like, their output isn't what you would need, want from your striker at this point, is what I'm guessing, is what I'm thinking. I agree. I can agree with that. Even the goals they do score, it's like, it'll be Nunez scoring from, like, outside of the box. It's like, yo, just score your tap in. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it seems like we're already segueing to the Prem. Um, so, yeah, let's let's start off with the Premier League. Uh no, none of our teams lost this week. We had two wins, and then we had obviously Liverpool versus Manchester United, which ended in a draw. But but let, let's start with the draw that was a little bit more, a little bit more concerning, I would say. Manchester City, two two mm. against Crystal Palace last week. Solo, you did say that Palace gives you guys a little bit of a, of a rough go. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but the way you guys conceded the goals, you know, PK in the 94th minute, Michael Olise to tie it up. Yeah. Even even the first goal they score, a little bit of a counterattack. I feel like your defense kind of just gave a little bit too much space. Oh, yeah. What what was your take from the game? Because you guys had a two-goal lead for for a good portion of that, too. Yeah. Um, Our our defense has secretly, I think, gone – and they so because of all of our midfield changing around what's happening there and the issues there it's obviously made a lot of people are focusing on that even myself right like i've been looking like yeah you know we're without gundo we we're, we we're struggling without kdb like we have four new midfielders that we're trying to make work in a very complicated system yeah it's going to be take some time but our defense has been underwhelming um, and, <laughs> and our, our defense has been underwhelming and has consistently been underwhelming the past, like, I think few games, it's just been draws or, uh, and like really, really like draws that we shouldn't be having. Um, and I think, yeah, it just comes back to we're leaky right now. We, we don't have the security that we had in the back that we used to. Um, I think we, even with the fact that we had Rodri there, like even with Rodri there, I think he's just tired. I think he's been depended on for way too much to very much be the anchor for this team for everything, both the, the transition to attack and the transition to defense. And so it, it shows. And then honestly, I had I found this Twitter video where it showed all 30 goals that we conceded, which is we've this is a super high amount of goals to be conceding at this point. Um, and we at least for like for our team, we just that's we haven't conceded this much this in in a while. Um, and a lot of those goals, man, they were weird. Like even like, for example, the uh, a lot of those goals were either uh, we were struggling with um, like either some PK or it was also uh, deflections. There was so many deflected goals like the Arsenal goal was a deflection. The. Um, off of Leon, Leon, Bailey, Leon Bailey's goals of deflection too. Yeah, Leon Bailey's goals of deflection. We've had a lot. Of, I, I'll say this for it's very. I know it doesn't sound great, but for the team that just won the trouble, we're not living up to it. And I think part of that has been bad luck. Part of it has been exhaustion from playing every game last year. And then on top of that, it's uh, then the other part of that that continues it is the struggle around our new changes in the middle. And so the Prem might not be us this year, but I'll say this, Mourinho 
which I tr I listen, I have my issues with Jose, but I appreciate his comments when he makes them because he he usually makes statements that are just very interesting to me. And for this one, he they asked him who does he think is gonna win the the league this this weekend. I think they asked him, and he was like 51% Man City, 49% Liverpool. And I was like, wait, what? And so they asked him, like, what about Arsenal? He was like, Oh, will they have to win one? And then we'll see. After that one, we can we can put them onto into the counting. And he said, win one as in I think winning one in the recent in this era of, of Arsenal's time. And I'm like, you know, it and it says something that I'm like we're struggling. This is us struggling. We're five points behind the, from the top. And this is our, our struggle mode. Is it going to be more of a struggle mode? Are we going to keep struggling? I think it's, it's determined so much by this club world cup. I would be so disappointed in my team. If we're the first European team to not win <laughs> the club world cup, if we lose, I'm not, not, not the first one ever, but the first one in a very long time. I think Madrid has consistently won theirs. I have Barcelona has won all theirs. I think Liverpool won theirs. We've, we've won theirs. Uh, yeah, United. We <laughs> also lost one. To like yeah, Brazil. Yeah. Brazil, Brazilian teams be winning it. That's like their yeah. thing. Yeah. So it's like, really? I don't know. Didn't, you guys lost one. Yeah, we lost one. You lost, you lost the final. Yeah. Okay. We didn't. We didn't. We yeah, didn't. let's say. Okay, I had a flip. So United yeah. didn't. So it's like, it's. I just really hope that we can live up to this last standard for the end of to, to cap off this trouble year that we're at. And then we can start, we can actually start fixing these things moving forward. And I think we really need a break. Half our team needs a break, bro. Um, yeah, no, I'm not going to lie. Solo. I, I can, I can agree with the fact that like, okay, you guys have leaked more goals than usual, but bro, I'm not trying to hear it's like y'all defensively. I look at these goals that have been getting scored against y'all. It's not like it's, you guys put a hundred million on a defender this year. So, and you, if you look at your back line, it's all solidified. Like, so I don't really know. I'm not trying to hear that it's you're just getting beat. Like, this is be real. Like, you're just getting beat because even these goals that I looked at this weekend, it wasn't, they weren't defensive mistakes. Like, it was a good That's ball good. over top. Good ball over top. Uh, what's the card? Uh, Edward, I think, played it across. Goal. Phil Foden got caught slipping. PK. Goal. Like, it's – I don't – Thanks. I think, that, I don't that, think that's it's bad you. defending. But, but nah. I don't – like, if you look at – even if you look at Phil Foden's PK, like, that's not poor defending. He was trying to clear the ball out. Didn't think Mateta was that quick. And he got to the ball I, first. I, like, I, I thought it was, like – I thought that was a terrible foul. Just I thought, the way, I think it's all the way you're, you're striking the ball as if you're about to strike it on goal. Like you're in the yeah, box and you don't yeah, have any awareness have about peace. like how you're coming at him and like with the four. I, I, I agree, but it's not his. But it's not his back line though. That's my that's my statement. It's not his back line. Like his back line has been fine pretty much all season. I well, I would disagree with that because Diaz has had three horrible games that I, I very vividly remember in this past run. Um, what is it called? Ruben. Uh, Ruben. Yeah, he's he, listen. He, he's when he's on, he's on, and he just he has the days where he's off, and that's fine. It's just had a bad time. But also, like you're right, we did spend a hundred million on Gavardio, and we played him in what is it called? Uh, we played him in the right center back position, the two center back, not the, the right back position, the two center back positions and the left back. The yeah, issue is that everywhere happens over, over like, so then again, so beyond the, the, uh, what I see as defensive issues, I also think Pep 
has been his tactics haven't been the best. I'm like, bro, we need a consistent back line. You're switching Diaz in and Akanji in and Ake in into four different positions, and you're constantly moving them around. And it's like, and we we still don't play Sergio Gomez, who's a left back that we've been needed for for that we need a, 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 a another actual left back. Walker has clearly started showing some of the issues. He's his mistakes are just there. His mistakes are costly and. It's, it sucks that he's our, like, at this very moment in time that we are in a situation that we can't, <laughs> we can't be, uh, what is it called? Um, we can't be making mistakes. So it's like, I mean, I'm just saying, like, when I look at it, I, we conceded too much. And whenever you concede this much, I think that's, that's a sign more, that's on the defense. I'm just like, we, we're not, we shouldn't be putting, letting two goals in from, uh, what is it called? Uh. Crystal Palace, or we the, the Tottenham game, those three goals, we shouldn't have let in two of those goals. Um, there's so many times now this year where I'm like, why are we – like our defenders aren't as, as solid as they used to be. And I hope now the Stones is back and he can play, get some minutes under him, that that will change. But, but, I mean, listen, we're getting beat. I'm not gonna hold you. Like you're right. We are. At the end of the day, we're getting Thank beat. You. We can't. Thank you. That's we can't all have, I need. Yeah, we can't have. We can't have excuse. We can't like. I'm not excusing losing. But what I am saying is why I think some of the reasons we're losing. We're not as clean on defense as we need to be. We're not creating enough chances, specifically for Holland, and we're being messy. We're 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 slipping up where we shouldn't be slipping up, and teams are gonna catch up with us. The past five years, a city has dominated. Every other team has been working to try to get to get to a, a more competitive space. Arsenal is a perfect example of a team that has taken the league seriously and now are showing the results of that. And by me, that's taking them taking the league seriously. The owners are taking the league seriously. The coach is taking the league seriously. The, the players are. But you have teams like United. The owners don't take the league seriously. But the players, are yeah, they, don't, they don't take the sport seriously. Yeah, you got teams like Liverpool where their owners don't invest in them as much as they should, but you have a coach that at least can figure it out, and he's a brilliant coach. And then you have Chelsea who's had an owner that did take the sport seriously, taken away from them, and replaced by an owner that doesn't know shit. And now we're we're where we're, we're at. The thing is with City, we have been taking the league seriously for almost 10 years now, and we we've succeeded for it. And now we are slipping, we're making mistakes, and the teams that are wanting to, to win, Arsenal, Liverpool. They're going to capitalize. This isn't always what they're like. What do you expect from them? They're they're not weak teams. No, those are all good points, especially when you talk about our owners and how they kind of dictate what the league is going to look like or how their team is going to progress that year. And that's why I've been saying it's it's been tough as a Chelsea fan specifically because of that. You know, we we haven't had stability, especially in the last two years specifically. So you see a lot of turnover you see a lot of new coaches and and there's just not a team aspect yet whereas city i mean you've had pep for the last what seven years now so it's the stability is there your owners all are in the same mindset and everything is kind of cohesive but we, we saw this a little bit even with liverpool you know when liverpool went back to back with winning champions league and then winning the league and, and obviously fighting city every you know tooth and nail those that whole time there was burnout there, there was some clear burnout, you know, for a couple of years. And now I feel like they're finally getting back to where they want to be. Um, yeah, we might as well go ahead and talk about the marquee match, City versus Liverpool, since we oh, have both of you on. Hold on, answer this question real quick. Do you think uh, Jack Grealish is playing 
the potential everyone thought he had, or is City so good that someone of his caliber and quotes can be an okay player in the team? Could <laughs> he make a bigger difference? I think if I think if Grealish starts playing centrally, that will have the Grealish that we want. I think the, the issue is that Pep has been keeping him as a winger and asking him to hold the ball, possess the ball, and then wait and, and keep it and carry it with you. And so that's all he's doing. Um, and I don't think he's sent, he's focusing on scoring goals. But now you're seeing the past few games. He's scored a goal in the past three games, and he's he's been more involved when he gets a chance. And I think Doku pushes him to do that. But also, I do think playing him more centrally is going to unlock the villa the the the, the Grealish that I think everyone expected him to be at City. Um, but under Pep, man, Pep is like, I got you for three things. I know you're good at these three things. Forget the other 12 things that you like to do. You're doing these three things and that's it. And there's some, it's annoying to have a manager like that, but it's also great to have a manager that actually like is a manager and can, and has can command that respect. Um, so yeah, travel hungover is definitely a thing. Uh, we're, we're struggling, but where did he even go? <laughs> Where did he, he said I'm a spectator, bro. Like, <laughs> oh my, he'll be back for the Chelsea segment. Yeah, no, he'll be back. He'll be back. He had to run for a sec, but no, I feel you. I mean, I feel like, man, I see. I was never this that that sold on Grealish to begin with. Um, I like I I know he's a good player, but I never thought he would fit within City's system, just because he he needs to free roam. And you're not really allowed to do that on City like you like. I mean, at least with Doku, he's on the outside. So he's able to have those flashes of, all right, let me show you what I got. But the way Grealish plays, he's not as flashy. He's more of a ball. You know, he needs he needs more control of the ball. And on City, you can't really do that. So whereas Doku can go out and he can beat you with his step overs, he can beat you with his moves. Grealish ain't really got that Joga Benito in him. He needs to to control the game more. And so that's why I feel like, you know, it's it's good that he's on City. But I mean, I, I just saw a video of him last week talk about how he wants to DJ, you know, like he's living his best life. He's won Champions League. They they won the trouble last year. He's he's, he's, he's gone through everything that and, and, you know, respect to him. You know, if you look at the beginning of his of his career and what he had to do with Aston Villa, you know, bring them from the depths of the championship, be the main reason that they weren't in relegation for so many years. You know, all his hard work paid off, you know, so even if we may not think he's the guy that deserves it. He's got it at this point. So, bro, imagine being the guy. Imagine like for multiple years being like having to hustle every moment to try to uh, to try to keep a team alive. Then you get to a team and it's like, oh, I could depend on my players. Like uh, my other teammates can actually play. Like (laughs) that makes a difference. But he's twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the prime of it. This is the prime of the trouble. Twenty eight with a trouble. What more do you want? Yeah, no, I mean he he's done it. I mean, like I said, he's he's done he's everything done at this point. But like, we've seen we, we we've seen him at like this is the best that he is for sure, for I, sure. And I wouldn't even say it's this year. I probably say his last year at Villa is that was his prime. Sad should be should be longer than that, but yeah, gonna do? yeah, man. Speaking yeah. of, uh, <laughs> should have. Here we go, Liverpool uh, versus United. Uh, should have. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just give it to y'all, man. It was, it was honestly, even though there were no goals, it was exactly how I thought this match would be, and I, and at certain points I thought that United even could have snuck, you know, had they had more 
clinical players in the box. You know, they had a few chances, especially in that second half, to counter and honestly snatch and grab. But I feel like, Salam, you're kind of content with the nil-nil result. But I, I want to start off with Omar because we haven't heard from you in a minute. How, how, how were those 90 minutes for you? Because, you know, at Anfield, it was kind of quiet, bro. No, yeah, ask him. Especially in that second what, half. What happened? Quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't great. Um, I, I didn't like the body language at all um, either. Uh, yeah, the it just it, it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't business as usual, you know. Um, had we, you know, it's it, it's it's obvious, right? Like when you look at the numbers and just like the output strikers. Like there's no, uh, yeah, you, you, you can do whatever you want. Strikers don't put it away. It doesn't matter. And you get results like this. So, um, yeah, we got to do something about Nunez because this is OD. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I think with us, it's, it's, it's more of a ride or die situation. We, we spent that much on him and that's, that's, that's the, that's the worst part, right? Is that we have to kind of. We're gonna have to see this out, um, coach it out of him, and then yeah, let's take it game by game. But I think he will continue to just you know piss us off and then do some crazy other you know, then have a worldie once every five games, and that's mm -hmm. what we're dealing with. And it's 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 annoying, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, uh, Endo looked great. Trent uh, looked awesome. Uh, I prefer to see him in the midfield role, just going forward. Um, yeah, shout out to Mano. Kid looks awesome. <laughs> don't, shout, don't shout out any of my players. <laughs> don't shout out any of my players. Honestly, the game the game just wasn't as it just wasn't as bomb, bombastic as like. Wasn't as intense. Like I don't know what it what it is. There's something missing. Um, I think everybody's just tired. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's injuries. But yeah, it was it was kind of a limp limp overall evening. You really think so? I feel like you guys are up well, for it. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this well, is the first time yeah, I've well, been. <laughs> yeah, whoa, crazy. But yeah, I was yeah. gonna say I. Like, Liverpool <laughs> look like they on it. For the first time in a few years, this is this has been your best. I don't. I wouldn't say best run of games, but the best you guys have looked over you know a month or so. Whether it's going down and and getting those comeback wins or just dominating, you know, getting goals. Whether it's four or five, or I, I feel like the Liverpool that we used to see, you know, back in the late two thousand tens is back. Yeah, no, that we've been doing really well. I, I just think, yeah, and. In and with all those games just happening, right? I think everybody were just spent. I was look, I was watching Sobo, I was watching Gakpo, I was watching um, who else was just like just looked exhausted. Diaz looked exhausted. He looked he looked tired. Uh, his one on ones were, you know what I mean? Like you could tell he was just <laughs> just like throwing his body around. Like yeah, I, I think we're just kind of spent right now after that kind of that kind of run. I'm really worried about Arsenal next week. Um, I think we're gonna have to go in with that united um, approach and just try to like hold the fort, even though we're at home. Um, what was our What was our approach? 
park the bus. I feel like the 7 0 win, like that happened last year, was an anomaly. It was between a Liverpool and yeah, it was between Liverpool and United. Like when you look at games between them, it's always been like 1 1, 1 0, 2 1. It's it's the, the games have always been really like testy and tense because it's like y'all respect each other as institutions of, of football i guess because like I mean, they're, they're, bro they, like, they've I, had their they've had their way the past um especially yeah. at, at enfield i mean we, yeah, we, yeah. we we've i mean yeah. i don't remember the last time the last time we won at enfield it's been like five years they said with mm-hmm. jose so yeah um, I, I think i think if we would have scored one goal we would have scored three or four and that's how I feel about every team in this in the league, right? Like I think if we can put away a chance, the dynamic of the whole cha- the game changes, right? The other team has to come out more, try to chase the game a little bit, and then and then we're we're you know once once we get to that intensity, that's where Liverpool's at their best. So um, that didn't happen, right? And and that's that's on you know missing headers, missing near posts, uh, you know tap ins. And, and and we need to figure that out because we can't we can't depend on these long shots that we took like 18 long shots like out of the box because um, we're not we're not depending on the strikers anymore um, and yeah it, it's new nest thing needs to be figured out we get Jota back in January uh, so I think that's going to be huge for us I feel like he's always out with something. What's yeah. up with Gakpo though? What are your thoughts on Gakpo? Because I, I saw so many Liverpool fans get like hype when he was brought on, but I just I don't know. Like, what are your what are your feelings about his season? And yeah, world class. He's amazing. He's just spent. <laughs> we've even we've, we've, we've had him playing midfield and striker. Um, is he world class? Absolutely. absolutely. Cody Gakpo is world class. I'm not ready to say he's world class, but he's yeah. very good. I, I yeah, I feel like if you're world class, then people world around man. the world need to be like aware of things that you've done. I just haven't. I don't know. I haven't seen like a goal or a thing from Gakpo that has like gone outside of Liverpool, like Liverpool fandom. You know what I mean? In the way that something yeah. like is everything. I just don't know what. I, I can't remember last time Gakpo did something that like, you know, I guess. Yeah, brought that type of attention towards him. To I, I, I think any, I think Madrid would would buy Gakpo. I think I feel like Gakpo Diaz. Wow. Those are those are our like best young players. Luis Diaz got is the yeah Luis Diaz, Diaz for sure. Well, he's a dog, bro. Like how I, would, I, how, how how would you rank like that front four, like uh, just from like best to worst? Salah, Nunez, Gakpo, and uh, who is it? Who else is there? Jota? Jota, yeah. That's tough. Yeah, that's tough. Who's the best? Salah? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. 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 And then and then who? Luis Diaz? Uh yeah, Diaz. Uh, on 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 all of them on their best day though. Like what what are we talking about here? Because Nunez is a madness on his best day, right? Like you don't you don't know. Do you know what he looks like on his best day? See, you know. Newcastle, we've seen. Yeah, I think it's best to say from what you've seen. Of but them, I mean, what you've seen of them. That Newcastle, he came, he came on and scored two, right? Was that that match? Yeah. So he he, it's not like he gave a full ninety. You know, he had fresh mm-hmm. legs coming on the last 20, 30 minutes, and yeah. Huh. So I like I've seen flashes, but I, I kind of 
can he put a full 90 together and have Ring that full red? Come on, be real. If you no. could, would you keep would you keep Nunez if there was a better striker that was willing to come to Liverpool for a reasonable price? Who's better? Who's who's a better striker? Like anyone, just anyone. I, Ivan Tony? Ivan Tony. I knew you'd say Ivan Tony. <laughs> um, I'll just yeah. say anyone that you think is better. I, I'm asking you, anyone that you I, think that's is that's a fair comp though. Yeah. We don't well, that's different. That's unfair because we really do need an Ivan Tony. We need somebody who can hold so the do ball. we. Yeah, so do we goal So does Chelsea. Everybody, everybody wants him, but we want him for that Firmino role, you know. That's 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 what we need. We need a Firmino that could also like put the ball in the back of the net. Okay, so a diamond. Exactly. That's fair. You should have took, took a just like a one year flyer on Benzema. <laughs> Low key. We don't do that's a Chelsea move though. That's a, you know we don't do that shit. You know? They they have a five they have a five year plan, man. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah, you guys have okay. I mean, I'm telling I you, I, I just yeah. I just <laughs> want quickly. to quickly yeah for the United. Yeah, quickly on the flip side though, Salam, what, what was your take from that match? Because we got Mars take, but you know, you guys went in there and you got a point. So yeah, I think one of the biggest takeaways from the Liverpool game for me was um, Rafael Varane reinforced that he's the best center back that we have at the club. I don't know he why he hasn't been playing. To be very honest with you, I think the manager uh, there has to be something going on in between uh, between him and the manager because there's no reason why he should be getting dropped for games like the Manchester Derby for Johnny Evans. Um, this manager has obviously shown that like he clashes with like superstars. So like I don't know if there's something there, but Rafael Varane needs to be playing um, whenever he's fit. And then the second one, Omar shouted him out, Kobe Mainu, uh, Academy U. I think he's one of the best Academy products. I mean, just so far, just from looking at him, he seems very ready for almost very ready for the pro game as opposed to some of the other academy products that we've produced over the past five to five years. But um, I really like him. He needs to get a little bit bigger. Um, but, you know, I think that there's a player in him, though. And I think that if he can um, – the problem with United, though, is, you know, we, just, we need an environment where he's going to grow and we're not going to put too much on him. Every time there's like a new player that comes into United, it's like they have to come in and like save us. So if we can, you know, provide an uh, an environment to where he can grow and not to have too much on his plate, I think he, he can play for us for a very long time. That kid is very good. Yeah, no, I did like his performance. I thought he was very, very good. Um, the entire match, too. Um, I, I like him, man. I think you guys definitely have a player in him for sure. You definitely have a player. And I think he also showed that, like, we need to play in that double pivot. It needs to be him and another midfielder of, like, Amrabat slash Casemiro. It can't be McTominay in that role. McTominay is better served when he's in and around the box. So it has to be him or it has to be Bruno. I never thought I would be saying that, but here I am. Um, and, yeah, and then I guess whenever Mason Mount comes back, he can – those those three can duke it out for that spot. But um, – yeah, man. Shout out to Mayna. Yeah, I did want to say he he picked up an early yellow card in the first half and he was able to play 80 minutes. And yeah. I was after he picked up that yellow card, I was looking at him. I was like, all right, so in a Liverpool yeah. versus United match, big rivalry match at Anfield, how do you come back from that? 
and he was solid. I mean, he was yeah. he actually surprised me on how well he played on the yellow, you know, throughout most of the match. He only sat, you know, for the last 10 minutes or so. So big ups to him. I, I mean, I feel like we all knew there was a player in him. We just haven't been able to see him, especially on a stage like this. It really shows that he can play in this league for a long time. Absolutely. But uh, to switch gears to a team that's been that's been just playing well all year, you know, Arsenal, another 2-0 win at home, beating Brighton Munich. This, uh, you know, the win put them back to the top of the table due to what happened all throughout the week. So top of the league, top of the league. Talk to me. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, knew, I said what we're going to do. GRG this week, you know, um, we, it was a tough one last week, but GRG just get right. Um, and we got right. So, you know, it was a um, good performance. Um, I feel like we dominated the majority of the match. My biggest thing is this. We're just not clinical. Like, like I, all of us have been saying we need like an Ivan Tony. Um, all of our teams do. Like we need like a hotline. We need someone who's going to provide 20 goals a season in the prem. Like we need someone like that. Um, and, you know, Jesus scored this week, which was great. You know, he got a goal. Um, Kai Havertz, once again, I think it's his, uh, I think it's like four goals in his last five matches or four goals in the past he's four, four and matches. One, something like that. Four and one currently. Four goals, one assist on the year. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. heating up. Yeah, he's heating up. Um, and this is what I've been asking for. I knew it was going to take some time, but, you know, I, my biggest thing was, you know, he still had that Chelsea hangover. He needs to get some confidence. And, you know, He's been given the confidence by the manager. He's been given the confidence by his teammates. And most of all, I feel like he's been given the confidence um, by the fans as well. And he's just continuously just showing up, putting in the work, doing his job. And, you know, he's he's finding form, definitely finding form. So um, I'm glad to see Kai Havers get a goal late to seal it. Um, happy that uh, Gabriel Jesus was able to get his goal. But at the end of the day, like, we need to be more clinical these past couple of matches have just been like showing that we need to be more clinical. Um, and Martinelli missed a, a big chance. I feel like, you know, he just skied it over off of a um, cutback. He needed to score that. And I need, like I've been saying, you know, I need more goals for my wingers as well. You know, last year, <laughs> you're crazy. Last year, um, you know, we heavily relied on goals from, you know, Odegaard and, and Saka and, um, and Martinelli all season. And I think that's going to need to continue. I need more goals. And I know Saka's been doing amazing, but I'm just saying from, from a goals perspective, you know, we need more goals from you. Um, I, I don't think there should be a reason right now that Eddie and Ketty is our, our leading goal scorer. I think that's pretty crazy, if I'm being completely honest. I mean, he's literally our leading goal scorer. So um, in the Prem, I, I wouldn't say the Prem. So, you know, we definitely need January to come. Um, you know, I, I've been hearing rumors that Crystal Palace and Brentford are both interested in ending Ketia. The minimum we will take is 40 mil. Um, and I just think it'd be a perfect little segue for, you know, swap 40 mil for Eddie or Eddie and, and some cash to, to bring in Ivan Tony on a loan. Um, and then hopefully to buy him in the summer. So, you know, I've been seeing a lot of rumors. Ocean Men as well. I don't know how real that is, but I've been seeing we've been in contact with Ocean, Ocean Men. We've been we've been in contact with his agents for the for for the summer. So Ocean. I don't know, you know how how real those are, but I will preach this until you know the season ends. 
or I, I'm proven otherwise by our striker. Um, we need a real nine, like a true in and out nine. And if you look at Arsenal and how we've been successful in the past, we've always had an, a, a, a nine that can hold the ball up. Um, and we had that with Giroud. We made top four with Giroud. We talked so much about him and how poor he was. He was missing this chance, that chance. But when we were playing some of our best football, he was our nine. We were making top four. He was our nine. Um, so I think we need to get back to that. And especially with the team that we have now, um, a, a player like an Ivan Tony and Oshiman, someone like that, strong, can hold the ball up, would just be a perfect – and a goal scorer, someone who's going to – Regardless of what happens throughout the season, that man will score 20 goals, 18 to 25 goals a season. That's exactly what we need, um, just that consistency in front of goals. So, yeah, no, I'm happy with the result, 2-0. We keep moving, um, and it was a big result before we go to Anfield next week. Um, it's never, never an easy match, and um, I know they'll be up for it after they just drew at home, and I know their fans will be up for it. Um, so, yeah, I'm just excited, man. I'm excited for, for the next week. Uh, yeah, I mean, when you look at the top four, top five teams, there's a real race coming in. You know, there's a lot of games coming up throughout the end of the year as well. January around the window. What do you think would best serve your team? Let's say you, you aren't able to get a striker like Oshiman or you aren't able to get an Ivan Tony for whatever reason. Do you think that's the only thing your team's missing right now, you know, going through the second half of the season? Um, no, I think, I think we'll, we need to buy a midfielder because if he doesn't leave this January, which we, we really don't know, but if Partey might leave this January, um, and I've been seeing that Paulinho is on the top of our list right now for, to sign. Um, so not top of our list, but we wanted Douglas Luiz. They're saying a hundred mil possibly more for him. I don't think we're going to spend that in the in the January transfer window. But Paulinho is looking like a, a good second choice for that right now. So, you know, I think we do need midfielder. We need more reinforcements in the midfield. Um, as you've seen, everyone's getting – everyone's dealing with injuries. Um, Partey injury, Fabio Vieira injury. You know, those are – you know, Jorginho's also going to – he's older. He's his way out the door. So we're going to need to revamp our midfield just a little bit. I think our starting three is fine. Um, you know, uh, if a Kai Havers or a Trissard comes off the bench or something like that, you know, that's fine. But, you know, we have some players that are going to leave this January and this summer, and we're going to need a midfielder. So I think we need to get another midfielder and, and possibly possibly another, like, another like center back slash, slash left back. Um, I think that's also – in, in the in the cards for us um but yeah i would say those are the midfield pieces is definitely the main one also a, a, another rumor i heard if we if no oceanman or no ivan tony works out in january um solenki which i was not uh, yeah dominic solenki is on the on the short list which hey, i am I, i'm not I mad am, at it i'm not mad at it i don't know if he's arsenal i don't know i don't know yeah, I don't know about Old Chelsea. I would, yeah, I, I would keep Nketiah over Solanke. Me too. I feel like I don't know Solanke. You're going down. Where are you going? Yeah, you I don't. That's Chelsea and Liverpool fans about him. Yeah, yeah I don't. It's <laughs> good, but 
I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not. Ask yes, Omar about Dominic Solanke. He was telling me. <laughs> he's had a good, you no, know, he had a good, you know, like run this, this, this season so far. It's because of the United game, mm-hmm. isn't it? You think but, he's good because of the, that, that, that finish that he had against United? No. Yeah, that was an accident, like, by the way. You're crazy. But for me. Mario um, muted. But for me, you know, like, I just don't. I just don't think he's up. He hasn't shown me consistently year in, year out that he can perform at this level. And yeah. when we're talking at signings that we're going to go make and we're making currently, these are all players that have performed at a high level on what, their respective teams. Um, I don't think he's up to par with Ivan Tony. I definitely don't think he's up to par with, you know, uh, Oshiman. And those are the players I've been seeing. So, I don't I think you know that's like a worst case scenario would be Solanke, but I, I just think you know if Brentford is already interested in 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 Ketia, which I'm I've been seeing for time now, and Crystal Palace I've been seeing for a little bit of time now as well. Bro, we just do the swap. Just do the swap. I know we have FPP, you know, on us as well. Do the swap. If we have to loan them for the first six months, that's fine. Loan. So it'll just be another it'll be another riot situation. Just 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 sign them, bro. Just how much do you think Ketia's what it's worth? Easy 40. Minimum. He has to be worth 40. English tax, all that. And he's he's been he's from the Enketi, Eddie and Ketia that I first got introduced to until now. I can't, I would be lying if I say he hasn't improved tremendously. Oh, Honestly, he's he's improved. He's, he has he's he has improved it. so so much. So you know, he whatever team he that? goes to. Can I can I ask you guys something real quick? Go ahead. So you were saying with English tax for you're talking about for for Ivan Tony, right? No, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about Ketia. I'm talking about Ketia. My bad, sorry. Um, English. So you're saying forty million for him? There, Arsenal is demanding forty mil minimum. No, I think it's you're not coming price. to the table unless you're talking forty mil, which you, I think, you think is that's fair. a fair price. Yeah, I mean, I get. I mean, look at his goal Today's market. I just want yeah. to know: do, do, does English tax? It's not good. People work on black players. My thing is, I don't know. Oh, that's if a good question for black players. The way that that it do for other. You're players. not wrong. You're not wrong. Like that. That. You're, you're not wrong. wrong. I'm thinking about for Sterling, a multiple Premier League winning, like 27 year old, uh, like kid. That, not kid. He's an adult. He's a grown man, y'all. Ryan mm-hmm. Sterling is a grown man. We gotta enforce that because he's been playing right. young boy yeah. for everyone. But like. He when we sold him, I was just like, this feels like it should be more. Like I don't know yeah, why. How much like, did you sell him for? It was seventy, right? It was like fifty-five. That's how much we bought him for. Yeah. I, I, like, I mean, that's that that is a bargain. That's but not I, bad. It's not, bad. not bad. I mean, but, but when you but like, when you look at Sterling, who's only been on elite, he's been he's off from Liverpool to yeah. City, where he won everything. My man, so now Chelsea is crazy. Yeah. Like, but the thing is, but, what okay, we're but this is. This is also the difference, though, right? Solo, y'all have been pretty much at the peak of football for years now, right? You guys have a lot of money, so you're you're not really worried about money, like in, in return on investment, like Sterling. Like if the way I think about it, there and the probably the board was like, okay, well, we can wait another year and potentially get Sterling off our books. We might get less. He might get injured. His stock may go down. We don't know. Chelsea's already paying. They're willing to give us 55. All right, bet. We're going to go put that 55 into another little transfer that we're going to do anyway. So, And you're not struggling for money. Like Arsenal's thing is, bro, 
no, no, I, I get, I get. No, 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 wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's fair. And I'm, and I'm saying, like, bro, Arsenal. Up until our our biggest uh our biggest um transfer out has mm-hmm. been um my boy Balogun going to uh mm-hmm. going to uh we went not to Monaco. Monaco. Yeah, yeah, Monaco. That was our that's been our biggest wow. sale. You're right. Balogun, that's crazy. Yeah, and I think he went for what 30 mil. Yeah, no, no, really? I, I, no I agree. I understand. You're I think you're right. Like City, we we benefit from planning with with not from a place of without like no question but that's yeah, privilege 100 sure. but what i'm but asking yes, no, for the english side to know you might be right black players i just have always felt like there was a it doesn't work the same mm-hmm. because, a little discrepancy yeah there's been that's how true. many amazing black premier league players and i think the if you look at the top 10 most expensive premier league transfers i think only only uh who's the dude that went to united Lukaku? oh no yeah no no sorry yeah english players only so wait uh, rio oh, ferdinand yeah. that's it that's a real mm. ferdinand that went for like a ridiculous amount of money back then but everything i'm just saying the, i just don't think the english tax works as much but you're right 40 is a fair asking price yeah no, you know what's funny works out. you know you know it's funny this is a link this is just a link but united were linked with uh tamori from ac milan you know how much they valued him for how much 40 mil what yeah 40 mil it's funny it's funny it's funny you brought up like does the english tax actually work like for black players because i'm looking at that and i'm like what do you get i would i would (laughs) i would go as far as 75 80 million for tamori yeah i think i think yeah i think he's that good but how about the midfield gabriel who would you like to see I know we know the guy from uh, Aston Villa, but who else? I mean, yeah, honestly, I've I've wanted Douglas Luiz since we were linked last year. Um, we've been linked to Paulinho, which honestly, I I would I, I wouldn't mind that transfer. Um, if if you were to come, transfer. yeah, honestly, he's 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 a guy who one doesn't get injured often. Uh, another big uh, midfielder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he has a lot of experience, a leader as well. So honestly, I'm fine with Paulinho. Like we bring in Paulinho, and 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 you know, even if we keep Partey or sell Partey, whatever the case may be, I'm I'm very very happy with that because then we have an all out six, and we can allow Declan Rice to now really just play an eight role, um, and and mm. just roam like the, we can just let Declan Rice just roam, like truly roam. Imagine Jack Grealish. Yeah, honestly, it's. Yeah, it's making me smile thinking about it right now. So, um, so yeah, no, I just, I, I'm, I'm happy, I'm happy with a Paulinho signing. Um, I really want too many though. If I'm being completely honest, like a dream signing can be too many. Gabriel, we can somehow. Let's move on to Chelsea. Serious. Serious. We're yeah. still linked, bro. Let's talk We're about links. Let's talk about links. More links. Sausage links. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the most expensive midfield. Wow. Yeah, honestly though, like let's let's be real for a second. Let's have a real conversation. This is one of the most expensive midfielders, like midfield, that we've ever seen, ever. Enzo, and uh, well, Enzo Enzo came off the bench, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Enzo, yeah, That's right. Enzo did, yeah. came off the bench. Caicedo, what what is going on there? I mean, yeah, we could move on to Chelsea now, <laughs> bro. I and I mean, it, I think his 
when it comes down to Caicedo, I think I don't know what it is, truthfully, but his owner or not his owner, his wow. his agent, <laughs> his agent said this, you know, in the beginning That's of the crazy. year that yeah, that, that was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> his, his, <laughs> agent, his agent yeah, said it at the beginning <laughs> of the year that he needed to go into a team like Liverpool that was more stable. Mm. And because we have a new owner, because we have a new coach, because, you know, we're coming off a year where we finished 12th place, four managers in one year, we're very, very unstable right now. And again, we, we, we just have so many players. Like at the end of the day, we have a ton of players. We haven't even, and Cuckoo was finally on the bench for the first time since he's been in Chelsea Blue just, just this past week. And when you look at who we currently still have injured, I mean, from Reese James to Lavia to Cucurella, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So, I mean, Pochettino said it a few weeks ago. He still doesn't have his team here. He still doesn't like all these players. He's still looking to phase people out. And I don't know. I Like with Caicedo, I was never really sold. I, I mean, again, on Brighton, he was good. Let me not let me not say that because last year, he Brighton, he looked sold. great. Yeah, you no, I was Whoa. never. I was never. You, said you never. Hold, you never heard me once last year or this year say I want Caicedo. I never really want. I, like I knew he was a good player, but he wasn't one of those guys where I was like, all right, this guy is going to move the needle for Chelsea. Now yeah, Enzo was, was one of those. Was Enzo was one of those. Enzo was one of those players. I was like, yo, this guy could actually be good for us. But when I look at Caicedo, he's you know he's he's a six. Like he's not able to do on Chelsea what he did on Brighton, where he had control of the whole midfield. Now you're you know as much as I don't like to say it, Connor Gallagher is kind of our creative role in that middle there. We have Enzo, who's able to go box to box. He's a little bit more technical than Caicedo. Those are the type of guys that kind of can move the needle for Chelsea. Not so much Gallagher, but somebody like Enzo. When I watch Caicedo play, there isn't anything that moves me one way or another. Defensively, he's solid. But when it comes to advancing the ball, I feel like he he, he holds on to the ball a little bit too long. There have been multiple matches where he easily could have gotten a second yellow and gotten kicked off. I, I think he, he needs to have a little bit of a better head on him. Pause. But as far as one of those players I think that makes us better. I don't think Caicedo is that guy. Um, just overall, like on the Chelsea recap, though, it was good to get a win. Um, again, both of our goals were okay. Even when we scored them, we had to go do a VAR check. They were somewhat fraudulent. But uh, honestly, at this point, I just want to see some sort of consistency for us. We have a FA Cup match versus Newcastle. Um, coming up this week, we got smacked by Newcastle last time we saw them 4-1. So this should be somewhat of a rivalry match. This this should be somewhat of a get back. I'm not going to call it a GRG because I don't trust my team enough. But this should be one of those matches where we look to say, hey, like last time we got smacked in the mouth 4-1. This is a team that, you know, isn't that much better than us. I, I, I When I look on paper and when I look at these teams ahead of us, I truly don't think that a lot of these teams are that much better than us. It just depends on, you know, how our team is is set up and if Pochettino gets us ready to play that day. I feel like that's just kind of how it's been this whole season. Um, but, uh, you know, Mike, how do you feel about this past weekend, our team as a whole right now? Um, the Caicedo thing, you know, I was the one that I thought, you know, we he was the one transfer I thought we needed over everybody else. And so far it's not going the way, you know, we all expected. And I think, 
First, he's really young, and I think he's playing a different, slightly different role than he did last season. He's too deep for me, in my opinion. He's too deep. And we can we can pause <laughs> and we can see when we watch the games. Um, you know, he, he just drops too deep and he's always losing the ball. It tells you that, you know, he's not comfortable in that role. But, you know, overall, I think this weekend he wasn't that bad, but he didn't like stand out or anything. This week he had a decent game, didn't make mistakes, just played a decent game. But then again, it's against Sheffield. So it's like, what are we getting excited about, right? Enzo didn't start, which was okay to me. I mean, we don't need some of these guys starting every game. Um, Kunku was back. You know, what's his name? Pochettino's press conference today. He's talking about giving him time. He's pretty much telling everybody to lower your expectations. He said, this guy's not coming to save us. So everybody needs to lower their expectations. And I agree with him, you know. I was just telling somebody that, you know, oh, Cuckoo's back. And I'm just like, I know, but, like, there's been so many times we had guys injured and we're like, oh, when this guy gets back, he's going to help us. And none of it has panned out. So I don't want to, like, put too much expectation on that. But that Newcastle well, game, go ahead. Just No, I was just going to ask, like, what are your – what, I guess, impact are you expecting from Ngunku this year? Like just from... definitely be like one of our you know main creators, especially in the final third. Score goals, assists. You know somebody who can unlock us when you know we can't seem to find our way. We are still missing that type of player, and yeah, you need I don't somebody. think we've had him since Hazard. Yeah. Well, I would say William because Williams last season he was was crazy for yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. So you know a player like Nkunku can do that for us. But we need to look. We have to be realistic. Yeah. Just throwing him in there is not going to change everything. Because at this point, even like Cornelius said, the goals were just—I don't even know, man. It's like I'm glad we got him, but it's just like we're not getting that against Liverpool, United, Arsenal, you know, City. Mm-hmm. We're not. So it's like you take the win, but it's against Sheffield. We have a very good schedule, for the Christmas break, which we should. Pick up wins cons- uh, consecutively and consistently, but Newcastle is the first test tomorrow at home. Mm-hmm. We haven't won, you know, back to back since last year October. We did it this past weekend. Can we do it three in a row? You haven't won back to back, back to back at home since last October. October. Wait, so wow. I, I do have a question about the excuse me about the Caicedo thing. Um, and another comment about Google. Sorry, when Caicedo. Do you feel like, do you feel like him and Enzo clash in the midfield? Because I, I feel like they go ahead. Because personally, I feel like they're trying to do the same role. I feel like you have two guys trying to do the same thing, and I feel like they don't mesh well in the midfield. You, um, you know what I? You know what I what? think actually? Yeah. I think kind of Gallagher makes everything a little bit awkward in that middle, because. Mm. Mm-hmm. For how creative and how good he's been for us, it's still like you know, if we were a top six team right now, he would not be playing this role for us. Yeah. Like, let's be honest, we all know that. It's like he's played well for us. Like, let's not, you know, let's give him his credit. 
Yeah. But if we were actually challenging with these teams, you think Connor Gallagher would be the main guy pulling the strings? No. I think it makes things awkward because sometimes he's way too advanced than he should be. But that's the only guy, you know, willing to press. Nobody's pressing like he's pressing. So we're caught in this position where it's like, well, he's doing the job, so somebody has to cover. And we see Caicedo playing too deep for me, in my opinion. He's too deep. And like you said, there are so many times you see Caicedo and Enzo in the back, and you're just like, y'all should be a little for y'all should be moving up. But I don't yeah, know. But I, I feel like, but that's what Caicedo did at Brighton, though. You know, he was the yeah. he was one of the main guy who would pick the ball up from. The he keeper, was more free the though. He was free to yeah, move I'm, around. Think about so, it. So yeah. You know, so regard like, and and, and it's funny you say that because. I feel like we haven't had a good midfield that meshes. I mean, when you look at it, Mike's Mike's spot on. When you look at Gallagher, when you look at Caicedo, when you look at Enzo, they kind of all do the same thing. Yeah. But Gallagher is, you know, he's been our captain since Reese James again has got another injury. He's he's the guy. So Gallagher now, I feel like he's taking it upon himself to try to be the person that facilitates the middle that wants to be the spark. But mm-hmm. technically, I don't think he has the ability that a Caicedo or that an Enzo does. But, you know, this is not their team. You know, this is technically Gallagher's team. He was an academy youth. He's now on the mm-hmm. first team. He's now our captain. So I feel like there's just something that's not meshing in our midfield. Because when you look at our, our midfield and then our attackers, we have a lot of talent. I mean, we have Mudrick, who he's starting to find his way, and, and Cole Palmer, on the outside who are both very, very quick, both good with the ball. Our best player. But then when you look at who's supposed to be giving them the ball, you're looking at Enzo, you're like, okay, this guy is good with his feet. He's able to play balls into space. Caicedo, he's able to get the ball from box to box. And then Counter Gallagher, like, what is he best at? We don't really know that, but because he's kind of that centralized person, he's kind of that glue in the middle. There's some for me, at least when I look at our team, there's something for me that's just a little off. Yeah. And I think it's that... Go ahead. No, go, go ahead. Go finish. No, and, I, and I'm just saying, I think that they kind of all play similarly as we want to call it a six, you want to call it an eight, ten, whatever. As that central midfielder role, they're all <laughs> they're all kind of occupying the same space because they sort of do the same things, some better than others, and they haven't found a way to kind of make that work yet. Yeah, I just, I mean, I, I don't want to say like Nkuku is like the the – like though, I mean, I feel like he for uh, for I feel like for him, you guys though, he is kind of like your final piece. I look at your lineup this this um this weekend, just like not even looking defensively, but just from the midfield up. You started Caicedo, you started Gallagher, you started Cole Palmer, then you had Mudrick, you had Sterling, I think you had Action Jackson up top, right? But when Nkuku comes in there, like in the when he starts in the lineup now, now you can afford to just. Now I feel like that'll really help your team because offensively you can afford to not start Mudrick. Cole Palmer will go out wide and Kuku will start in that 10 roll. And then you can just have Enzo and Caicedo just man the midfield because yeah. that's the that's the creativity that you guys will need. Like Cole Palmer is is he does he's a creator for sure, but he needs to be out wide and letting Kuku just run the middle. And I mean Cole Palmer is gonna create regardless. Like he's he he's really just found his wings. Like he needed you know, to just let be let free, and I feel like at Chelsea he's just being very, very free and just kind of doing his own thing. Yeah, and like, yeah. and I feel like you once you add Nkuku to that, 
I, I feel like it'll really, really change for you guys. And then you won't, you can then, and I think you guys look better with, without Kaiseido and Enzo starting. Like we do. Honestly, I think, I think you guys look, cause I think they clash. Like, honestly, you don't, I feel like you only need an Enzo or you only need, and I feel like right now, Connor Gallagher's like your, your Conte. He's the one who's just going to run all over the place and, mm -hmm. and, you know, just try to pick up the ball and find the ball. And then, if he can run over the place, win the ball back, and give it to an Enzo or give it to a Caicedo or give it to a Cuckoo, yeah. then that's where I feel like you guys will be back to where you were. Um, but I, I do, I do think that Enzo or not Enzo, but I do think that you know Cuckoo is extremely important to you guys, and I just don't think Caicedo and Enzo can start anymore. I think I've seen it for, I've seen it all season at this point, yeah. and it just hasn't worked. It just, mm -hmm. I don't know something about it. Maybe they just don't know the roles enough yet or whatever. But I just don't think it, it, it works that well. I have I have one question that I wanted to ask y'all, um, everybody, but I'm very interested to hear from like the Chelsea uh, fans specifically. Um, we're at the halfway mark, almost at the halfway mark of the year. What would you on a on an A to F? How would you rate your managers? Matt, right oh. now, I'll, I'll give him like a, a C plus. Like I was gonna say C, C minus. Yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike's giving him the uh, C. actually, yeah, like C, C minus. Because you have to also, you know, take into account they have some guys haven't been available to him. Yeah, you know, we haven't really had a. I'll say it, be a fair. Healthy yeah. squad. Yeah, That's so fair. I think a C is fine. Because at some point, you know, like, and I can tell he's getting there. Like, we got to get results. Like, yeah. Forget play style, forget tactics, forget formation. Mm -hmm. Just get me a win. We have to get there. And I feel like, you know, he's trying, but I mean, if you're a Chelsea fan, you're looking at the team too. Like, who is he going to pick? Yeah, that's no, I think that, that, that's, like that's, like, that's very fair. You know, it's like he hasn't been given nobody back. really. Yeah. But Nkunku gives us hope. You know, Lavia still hasn't played, but. You, you you're almost like you don't want to put too much expectation of these guys coming back to change anything. Yeah, we have good enough talent right now that we should be easily between you know eighth, seventh, just pushing. But yeah, I don't know what's going on. And and for me, I and that's why I kind of give him a CC minus because I I can't give him a, a D or an F because when you look at how we've played against the top four, we've gotten results, you know, but then there's just no consistency and half of that has to do with a lot of our team just not having the experience in the prem and mm -hmm. although we might have a lot of talent the experience sometimes outweighs that talent and so that's why with pochettino i want to give him a little bit of grace because of how he's done especially with you know the team he's been given but i think that he can be more consistent i think there's just a lack of consistency and you see that from week to week um and so that's why I'm at a C right now. Okay. What about for the rest of the the, the, the y'all team? Mm. To be honest, I would say our backline. Oh no, no, I mean actually for, for everybody else on the call, like for, I mean on the cast. Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. United yeah. or yeah, so like Gabe for Ooh. Arsenal Fs. Our <laughs> our out in. <laughs> Relax, relax. <laughs> relax. relax. Yeah. I didn't realize. Okay, <clears throat> I didn't. Um, they're much they're top of the thing. They're top of the thing. Yeah, honestly, I, I, I really want to give him a B plus, but I'm going to go A minus. Okay, mm -hmm. I think that's fair. Just briefly back that. Just briefly, yeah. I really, I really want to give him a B plus because I feel like 
there are some moments where he could have been better in like yeah. this season. Um, but given everything that we've accomplished so far, um, us getting big results, yeah, I can't really like you kind of have to have an eight. We're top of the table right now. Yeah. One of the least goals scored against, you know, top four in goals for I can't like I can't and you're you're missing important players. Like we're missing Timber who would have been yeah. maybe would have taken Zinni's spot. We're missing Partey, who honestly Georgina wouldn't be seeing the field if he wasn't playing right now. Um, you know, like we're missing some key players, but yeah, nah. And I yeah, I, I want to give him a B plus, but I, I'll give him an A minus. Only reason I give him a B plus, honestly, because it's real is this Ramsdale team. That's the only reason I give him a B plus. Mm-hmm. But outside okay. of that, I'll give him an A minus. What about you, Omar, for Liverpool? Yeah, uh, Klopp can do no wrong. A, <laughs> A, A plus. I mean, to be where we're at, and we lost what Fabinho, Henderson. Uh, we're still reeling over Firmino, Milner. Like, Milner. I mean, Milner and Hendo alone. I mean, Not yeah. Milner. Don't Milner. Premier League. Hey, hey, he's a consummate professional, bro. Showed up every day. All the yeah, in my, in my opinion, yeah. We're in 2023. We still first, call first ballot. First ballot Hall of Fame. That's crazy. Milner? I'm telling you, man, is that experience versus, versus talent guy. thing, bro? I don't know where that disrespect is. No, I was just I, I, man, even when he was a player with City, he was he was he was he was consistent, but he was just like I was like, all right, when he got when we got rid of him, I was like, all right, I'm happy we uh we got a I remember him getting megged by Messi. Absolutely, bro. I've seen him in the city church. That's all I I've think seen, about, bro. I've seen him megged by uh, what's it called, Sterling. I've seen in in, a, in his Liverpool days. I've seen him mugged, megged by everybody. I mean, yeah. man, he consistently spread, spread, I, spread legs. <laughs> I okay. Um, <laughs> I was getting excited. Yeah, I would. I would have to give Ten Hog um, a D. How many hugs? How many hugs? Respect Where that answer, Salam, Paul. so much. Actually, I, I have to. I have to give him Honestly. a D. That's Paul. fair. Uh, just because. <laughs> <laughs> just because. This is the pause cast. Nah, I just, <laughs> yeah. Hey, the pause cast. You might be up to something there. Um, no, nah, but yeah, I would have to give. I would have to grade Ten Hag a D, just because. Um, I mean. You just got to question some of the decisions um, over the transfer window. Some of the guys that he's decided to bring in. Um, some of the, some of the, I guess, situations that he's had with some of these players hasn't been the best. Um, and on top of that, it's like not only is it kind of like, you know, it's there's like chaos in the whatever, not chaos, but just unsettlement, like, you know, in the dressing room. But then like when you're not getting the results on the pitch either, it's like, okay, man, like, what are you doing? And you got to question some of the decisions he's made this year. He's unbalanced the midfield. He's brought in this keeper, which I don't really know, like at this point, like if he's, you know, the answer or not, but yeah, but it's not an F like, you know, he, he's still, um, He's I feel like when his back was against the wall, like he's delivered, you know, like I remember a few weeks, I remember that Fulham game, the Garnacho bicycle, they were saying, you know, there was the start of his, you know, three games. Oh, <laughs> this is the three games. You know what I'm saying? Shut it down immediately. And it wasn't the first time, but yeah. Ten so, Hag gets the I want to ask you about something. You guys probably touched on it, but Onana, those comments he made about, you know, Liverpool being quiet and being quiet. I agree. Self-awareness, though. 
Where were they? No, but you, you shouldn't be talking like that. No, I, I, I like it. I think I think in you that like game, it? I think in that game, he didn't do anything <laughs> wrong that game. Clean sheet. No, no messy sheets here. Clean sheets here. So I mean, I, I, I think that I think that I didn't think it, I think it was the proper response. Y'all are on your back. Y'all were on your back the entire game. It's one way traffic, man. Come on. He's a maverick. He's a maverick. He's a maverick. Yo, he's a maverick. Hold on. This is a guy. This is a guy. This is professional sports, guys. This is entertainment. This is a guy who has been under a lot of scrutiny. Yeah. Went to uh, Went to... People were saying, don't forget, people were saying a lot of things going into this Liverpool game, talking about, oh, that's it's not it's not about if how much they lose, you know, it's just about, yeah, it's not whether or not they win or lose, it's it's, it's how just much. how much is the goal is going to be. We a big part of that reason was going to be because of that guy in goal. And to be very honest with you, he did fine. He stood up. Yeah. Anfield, I... I feel him. He said, I'm very comfortable here. But I mean, after the performances uh, you've had this season. No, you're right, Mike. He cannot. It wasn't, it wasn't he necessary. That. He can't say that and then just have a blunt. He's going to have a stinker like, soon. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, can't, you can't have a stinker next game. If you have a stinker next game, then you're, that's, you know, yeah. we, have to, we have to, we have to look at ourselves, you know. Based on <laughs> his, his performance in that game, he. I thought he yeah. He was, yeah, he deserved to to have yeah. confidence, but yeah, in general, he should be he should probably be, be the one that's worried about being quiet. Yeah, yeah. why not? Varon too. Varon was like, <laughs> I love playing Liverpool. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I love, I love. He really do every though. time I, I mean, play that, Liverpool. I, mean, I, I, do, I, I, I win. Great days. Yeah, yeah, I win. You know, I'm very comfortable here. He's very comfortable. So, he, he didn't even win. See how, see how they're talking? We're an hour and 37 minutes. No one has been able to tell me what happened. I do. <laughs> There's no <laughs> reason. They just they score. They had every chance in the world. They just could not yeah. score a goal. I'm not even going to wish everyone luck in their future. I wanted to give my my man. Yeah, I was gonna say solo. What about you? Because you got. Um, I would say B plus. Um, he has. I mean, he he's managing with a lot of uh, you know different things in terms of just like performance of the players right now, and but also, why are you putting playing so many people out of position? Actually, I'll give him a B minus. Because I'm like, why are you playing so many kids out of like all these players out of position? On top of that, letting go of Gundo was the worst decision. And low key with Palmer, we need someone on the right side. Why? What? What's the point? And so, like, my thing is, I'm just, I'm just interested to see, like, what? How does he course correct in in the transfer market in over the summer? Maybe bring in Paqueta. If we get Paqueta in, that'd be great. But if not, I mean. It was a weird transfer window for us, and I didn't think it needed to be that weird. Because considering that we were trouble, we won just won a trouble. Um, I think we should have just kept the team together as as best as possible. But we didn't. FFP. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, but <laughs> but other than that, though, I'm like he's still. I mean, we're it's we're we're yeah we're fourth, we're five off the top. We've been in way worse predicaments before, so. We can figure we can figure something out if we just start course correcting early. 
Facts. All right, what's, what are, what are y'all what are y'all locks of the week before we get into predictions? Leverkusen Ooh. at home. They play Bochum. Cornelius, Bochum. you can do that. Stealing people. Hey, I'm three and zero, baby. Cornelius is just. All right, yeah, I'll pick ahead. another one. Yeah, man. No, 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 I would yeah. honestly, I might even take the spread. <laughs> I don't yeah. even know what it is. Yeah. But I would just say money line just to be safe. My lock in is Newcastle versus Luton. Um, okay, you I, I think, like, yeah, Newcastle needs to get some better results in the league. And this is the chance to do that. So I think that's a lock or a win there. Sunday. Chelsea Wolves. I'm picking Chelsea. It's my birthday, so ah, <laughs> uh, I, I think they, they birthday yeah birthday man yeah this money line Chelsea win <laughs> yeah don't take spread <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm actually gonna um, believe it or not I'm going to back Chelsea tomorrow to advance versus Newcastle okay the, I love the Cup. I just think that Newcastle is gonna take the Prem series. I don't know. I, I I'm curious to see what Newcastle's lineup looks like. Chelsea's I feel like will go strong. I don't know what that means, but I <laughs> what Chelsea's strong looks like. But um, yeah, that's my lock of the week. Um, Omar, did you get yours in? No, 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 no. Uh, it's just who I think is gonna win. Just, yeah, just yeah. the game that you think is you know for sure. You like know, last, like last week, I did the Milan Dortmund over two and a half goals, so it could be anything. Could be anything. All right, I'm gonna go on the limb. Uh, we be just send send it to me. Okay. No, I mean everybody, everybody. Say 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 your oh. pick, but then send it to me afterwards. Gotcha. Right. You're saying Arsenal? You saying Liverpool over Arsenal? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Wow, we might as well just get into predictions then. Yeah, yeah Mike, answer the, Mike, answer this question. Uh, Papa said <laughs> someone earlier said that Man City was struggling because they were five points behind. What would you call what Chelsea is doing at this very moment? Growing, pains. I mean, we're building, we're building, you know, we're going through a rebuild. City's won what three in a row? Wolfman. I mean, expectations are high for City, but for Chelsea, I mean, everybody knows like Chelsea's in crisis right now. We need wins, so yeah. I mean, <laughs> struggling is an understatement. I don't even know what we're doing. <laughs> like, we're just building. We're building bricks right now. Give us time. Brick, okay. brick. Yeah, no, Mar. Let's let's get into this prediction. You said Liverpool over Arsenal. What's your score prediction, please? It's like come here, come here, real quick. Yeah, knock. What's your score prediction, please? I'm gonna go two one two nil. Let's go two one. That's crazy. Yeah, you don't think? Yeah, definitely two one. You're gonna shut them out. That's crazy. He's not. Where's the game at? 
Yeah. Is that the game's game at Anfield? Hey, but hey, listen, mm. Gabriel, you're gonna be very comfortable there when you when you walk around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I will, very- I will. I will say this: the only thing I am scared about, once again, is Zinchenko starting, bro. Oh, I yeah. swear to you. I I Loki would would start Kivior. Who's like, your right winger? Oh Salah, <laughs> bro! I am so scared. Like Salah. that man is gonna get done up. Yeah, I want to change mine. I want to change mine. I want to change <laughs> but, my. Uh, I want to change. Yeah. But, but hold on, wait, hold on, hold on. After this game, three three. Go one, Salah anytime goal score. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no solid. That's crazy. <laughs> That's, crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Hey. I'm scared for Zinni, bro. It's got actually, no, actually, because Salah don't be scoring in big games like this season. He hasn't scored in the big game. He's been scoring in all the other games, but not against the top six. I don't think he's been because I don't think he scored. Uh, he didn't score in United. Obviously, he didn't score in United. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, let me see. What are the ones he scored at? Because now, nah, now I'm curious because I feel like he has three one Arsenal. That's all I gotta say. Three one mm. Arsenal. All right. Um, three one Arsenal. Wow. Three one Arsenal. You know, at Anfield. Oh, yep. Wow. Yep. Yeah, okay. We're on your head top. Okay. <laughs> what you got, okay. Salam? Who do you see this week? Um, well, we're out of the Carabao Cup, so thank God we have a few days off. Um, we play Same. West Ham. We play West Ham away from home. Um, that's going to be a tough game. The Kudu you know, show. One, one of the uh, <laughs> versus Moise. But uh, you know, one of the one of the difficult things for United to do is string um, two games, you know, back to back where we played, you know, decent for the most part. So, you know, I think uh, it's going to be a tough game. I'm going to go with a. I'm gonna go with a one-one draw. One-one one draw. You guys. Two on draws draw. in a row. It's a third one. Just all draws, no clean sheets, just dirty draws. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. a banger. Uh, Chelsea, who y'all see this week? Uh, Newcastle and then Wolves. Um, right. Newcastle tomorrow. Who do you think? Two-one, Chelsea. I, was I think say two-one as well. And then yeah. Sunday, I think it's one zero. Okay. Hey, question for you. So, if 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 Chelsea were to win the Carabao Cup this year, would you equate it to successful season? <laughs> no, but I mean, like, you would equate it to a good uh, successful no, season. No, yeah, no, absolutely. Well, personally, I wouldn't, but I would love for the fact that they won something. Yeah. So that you know they can kind of get the feeling of okay, this is what it takes to win something. Not nah, and like it, not nah, and the reason I and the reason I say that is because if you go back to the beginning of the year, I like I I'm serious. I had no expectations for this team. I truly mm-hmm. had zero expectations for this team. I said I wanted Poch to form somewhat of an identity, and I wanted us to get back into the old Chelsea way. You know, of, of being able to to tough out games and to win. If we were to somehow get a trophy this year, that at least gives me the hope that we can go through a campaign and fight for something and mm-hmm. and, and finish it through in the end. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for me, like, top four, would 
at the beginning of the year, I didn't think we'd get top four. Top six even was some that I was like, eh, maybe, possibly. With our roster, we could do it. But if we were able to just get some sort of silverware, because a lot of this team is young, I feel like this will kind of corral everybody together yeah. around one central idea. And that is part of, you know, forming a team. I mean, when you look at Arsenal, they beat us in that FA Cup, you know. Arteta's first, you know, Arteta's first trophy was that FA Cup that they beat us in. And whether or not they improved instantly after that, they went through their ups and downs. But at least now they know they can fight for something. Last year, you saw them go all the way to the end of the year until they dropped to second place. They were all fighting for something. So for me, I would consider it a success because success this year isn't going to be top four. It's not going to be the league. We're obviously not in Europe. So we have. So if we were to win something, I think that'll be huge for this club, especially with where we are right now. Um, so, sorry, so, what was yeah. uh, so we, I mean, we have the Club World Cup this week, uh, Club World Cup uh, game, but after that, we have the next scheduled game is Everton, but our Brentford game was postponed, so I actually don't know who we're playing against. But either way, I think we need to win either, both these games. Um, so I'm thinking if it's Brentford that we hit them 2-0, two, two if it's Everton – uh, it's it's looking like a 1-0. Um, but I looked into it, by the way. Salah has only scored one goal against, the, the I guess, the traditional big six. And that was, a, right, penalty, yeah. that was a penalty against uh, – City. Uh, no, not City. It was a, that was Alexander scored there. Oh, um, you're penalty right. Penalty against Spurs. And so, mm. yeah, he's not he's not as he's not been consistent against the top, the big six. But he's my, scored against like Brighton and Aston Villa, which are still my, important games. My, my people have people have people have been consistent against Zinni. It's been I will say though he, he's had assists. He's had assists in a lot of those yeah. big games. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mike Mike always has said that Salah doesn't show up in the big games. Okay. In the in the finals. They've been showing up against in Zinni. Big, in the Listen, big moment. If, if he doesn't score against Zinni and Arsenal at home, then I think it will say, like, yeah, he's not been like that against the big six lately. Like this, this is the this is the only comment I, this is the last comment I have to say. Um this is a match that's screaming Tommy Asu. This is a the the like this yep. is this match that's really yeah. screaming we miss Tommy Asu. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Well, we beat you. Don't worry about you. <laughs> Tommy ass. <laughs> I can go on a laundry list of your players. That's not. Let's not even get on Rasmus being but, going okay. crazy. Rasmus. That chance he got. I don't know. Some people yeah. put that away. That chance that he got was very mm. clear cut. Weak. Kai Havertz had the yeah. same. Had the Rasmus. same chance. He did. He put it under. <laughs> No, you didn't. He's been getting like, bro, he gets one chance a week. He's on a ration or something at United. Like, nobody's trying to pass him the ball. Like, I don't know what's going on. Rasputin. Rasmus. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, man. Any uh, any shout outs this week? Shout out Vicario. Once again, shout out Vicario. I rock with you, gang. I want to say shout out to the, I want to say shout out to the Prem. Um, because this is the most competitive and the most like this premise where every team is like three points, one point off each other in the top like five or six. It's been actually a really good season for for the Prem. So I'm gonna say shout out to the Prem. Yeah, it's gonna say shout out Kobe Mano. <laughs> yeah. United graduate, academy lad, future uh 
world class midfielder. You guys might have the players you need in the building already. I'm just saying, if Omar can get away with saying Cody Gakpo is world class, Mike, do you think world, uh, Cody Gakpo is world Cody class? Cody Gakpo is world class? <laughs> <laughs> you are here for that. Yeah. yeah is yeah, Cody Gakpo sure. world class? Nah, nah. Come on, Omar. Come on. <laughs> Smith's good. He's really good. It's missing. Yeah, he's really good. He could walk in the Bayern today. He could walk in the Real Madrid today. Bayern? No. Where, where is no. he walking? He's not even starting for Liverpool. Are you, are you talking no, about he's like, not even starting for He would be good at, as Muller role, but not yet. Bro, not now. He's not even starting Muller on the bench. Just a quick reminder. I'll do this. I'll do this next week as well, but predictions we're about to be halfway through the prem season at 19 matches we're halfway through we're yeah. already on match week 17 so we oh my goodness start start thinking about it a couple of weeks we're gonna have to do our top tens we're gonna have to revisit mm, yeah mm. that's right everybody just leave chelsea at 10 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly. yeah just leave us there <laughs> yeah that's a good one that's a good All one right. end out there but um yeah man uh what is this? <laughs> His ass, <bro. laughs> oh, mm, I remember no. people were calling him. Um, I think someone in the group called him Wackpo. Uh, yeah, uh, I, thought that was, I thought that was disrespectful. So that, that was you. Good. Didn't go to you. <laughs> someone in there. We haven't seen anything from him yet. <laughs> Let's be real. Nah, no, you really I, think Gakpo is world class? I, I would say, I would say, Soba Slide. Top is world gets a better shot. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. world class. Yeah, we got yeah. stop throwing this. We gotta stop throwing yeah, that. Hold on, hold on. You know what? Let's do this before we lose. Just, 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 just very quickly. Hold on, very quickly, very quickly. I'm curious. Do we have any world class players on our team? Name everybody on your team. You name a player that you think is world class that probably isn't the obvious. Okay, we ain't got one. Closest would be Enzo, but we ain't got one. Declan Rice. Is, en oh, yeah, is, Enzo, is Enzo world class? He would be the closest person, but he ain't there. Enzo's, I mean, Enzo's so, so realistically, Tiago Silva would be the only person I'd say is world class. Yeah. Declan Rice, Bukayo Saka. Please lock it up. Let's let's end it. Right now, Saka's world class. I would say Declan Tiago Rice. Silva. No, that, but those are – I would say – who if you were to say a third, who would you say, Gabriel? I would say for me – Ake. William Saliba, world class. Nathan Ake is 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 world class. This Saliba man is insane. Look at Mike. Look at Mike. He's trying to find someone to, to just see. <laughs> Look, at <laughs> Look at those eyes that he's on the air. Look at him. Look at him. He wants to just feel oh, man. It's okay. I have three world class players on my team. Yeah, but oh, that's so funny. You read my face so well. So Omar's is Cody Gakpo. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, that's mm. crazy to me. Gakpo? Jeez. Yeah, no, like, you know, like Zobo and Diaz and I think I think if you if, if Arsenal depended on Hakpo, he could play Saka. They depended on him. Wait, no, can, no. can you say that? Can you say that again? I didn't. I, I did not. I need to understand this more. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. 
Mar, please repeat that statement one more time for the people. What'd you just say? Gakpo versus Jaco. All right. So how how many goals did he have this World Cup? No, 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 no. Mar, Mar, that's not what I said. I'm saying please repeat that statement (laughs) that you just said. I said he was one of the best players in the World Cup. If you guys depended on Hakpo, you he could take a spot. He could take Saka's spot. Saka, hey, yeah, I'm done. (laughs) Please end. Wait, please end Saka this or Zaka? He says Saka. He says Saka. He says Saka. Yo, let's <laughs> end this right hey, Zaka, Zaka is crazy. Okay. I hey, shout out Zaka though. He he's. No, but no, listen, Jacques, I was like, I don't know about I mean, no, okay, man. I was like, Saka, bro, thank you. This man bro. is talking about Yeah, I, I unfortunately don't have any shouts for any world class players on my team. Um, I Veron, don't. the butcher. No, I mean, yeah, Veron, Veron, yeah, yeah, for sure. But I'm just saying, like, people this year, like, I mean, yeah. nobody's, I mean, yeah, Veron's world class. I would, I would say, you know, when Fernandez first came, yeah. Fernandez is not world class. Anywho. Some people say Kevin De Bruyne called him world class. He did. He's not world class. Yeah. But um, let me see. Fernandez. I, I heard. I heard you solo. You said Nathan Ake. I didn't say anything about it, but I'm not sold on it. But I see where you're coming from. I that man is. He's, he's, he's looking underrated for me. He's very. He's he's so. That's why I said like someone that isn't being seen as 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 good as he is. Man, like when he plays, bro. He's he's consistently one of our best defenders, and the fact that he's not that fast, but he's always in the right place. Yeah, guy, that guy's got it. Is Foden world you, class? You learn from he learned from Foden's Van Dyke. What? What do you? Foden is world class. Foden is mm. yeah, yes. Foden? Philly yes. Fonell. I think I think it'd be easier oh, to man. say the players that's not world class on City. Yeah, right. it's like. <laughs> Like Vardiel is not world class. Calvin Phillips. <laughs> no, he's not world class. Wrap it yeah. up, man. I'm not sure you're talking about. No <laughs> yeah, more. Yeah, right, yeah, let's go. All right, man. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, and as always, good luck to you and your future endeavors.